Hi everyone, welcome back to A Thousand True Crimes. This is Chelsea and I am here with the lovely Joe as always. How's it going, girl? It's going great over here. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it's been a it's been a day already. So Yeah. We survived our first Tell me about it. What happened? <laughs> well, baby B and I together survived our first power outage. Oh. Yeah, that was not fun. Um, Yuck. Yeah, it's like it's storming pretty bad here today, Um, which is normal for this time of year. It's winter, so we just get a lot of rain and wind. And sometimes when it gets too rainy and windy, it knocks, like the whole island loses power. Ooh, okay. And so, of course, like for some reason, Baby B decided to sleep in until almost 8 o'clock in the morning. Whoa. Whoa. which I was like part of me was like I should get up and do something then the other part was me was like don't be an idiot like sleeping don't because... wa- yeah don't waste <laughs> your morning what are you talking about I was like Ooh, you turned that alarm right off I know I did and I went back to sleep and then as soon as he woke up I heard him on the monitor and then we just heard like you know when you hear that that like poop like I don't know how to make that noise like that boop like click noise I guess when the, everything goes off. When everything goes off. And I was like. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, crap. Wah, wah, wah. And it went off last night at like 3 a.m., which is always creepy. Yeah. But then it came back on. And I was like. So we went to Target this morning. Because Target still have power. Because they have. Yeah. That sounds like a generators. great way to spend a morning. Yeah. But then I spent like $100. <laughs> well, that's what Target does. I know. Jeremy and I have a joke. You got you got targeted. Mm-hmm. And you cannot, if you go into Target to, the only way you can escape Target without spending over $60 is if you literally are trying to get one thing, you walk in, get that thing, and then you pay. If you meander for a second, boom, 60 bucks minimum. Yeah. Minimum. It's so bad. Well, do you guys, do you guys have the drive up option? Yeah. I do that a lot. And I mean, helps, if I need but... stuff, but like, I actually, I'm one of those people, like, I enjoy just perusing Target. Yeah. I, saw <laughs> I remember in the course... before times, I would, I would take like the girls and we would just hang out there for like two hours. Yeah. Target's <laughs> awesome. And of course, like, they had so many things. They were actually stocked. Usually the Target. Oh, yeah. Isn't you guys stocked. don't. That's right. You guys don't get stuff. Yeah. And of course, I had to like reel it in. Cause like we don't have any money at the moment. And I was like, this is cool. Of course, when I have extra money, you guys don't have anything, but well, what'd you get? Um, I got, I got baby B like a little chair cause he's been trying Ooh. to sit on things, but he just pushes it around. Um, mm-hmm. I got some like protein powder and then like my friend, she's, um, in Japan. And so I got her some little baby clothes. Because she's on like she's not on the mainland of Japan, so things are limited. So I got her some some little baby clothes and some little mommy treats that I'm gonna just mail to her as like a little baby shower gift. Yeah. So, but it just racks up. I had to like take things out of the cart. I was like, okay, yeah, girl, this is getting a little too high. Like, do I really need this? No, but do I want it? Yes. So that's been my day. This is my newest problem at Target is they have these um, surprise balls that are called uh, mini brands. Okay. And they're like little tiny versions of real things. Uh huh. <laughs> now, Chelsea's known me since college. She hasn't known me since I was a child. I have a weird fascination with mini things. Okay. <laughs> and they can't just be little things. They have to be tiny versions of real things. And that's what gets me. And if they're functional, I mean, forget about it. Forget about it. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll give you any money that I want. But these little balls are like $6 each. And like $6 is so easy to justify until you have like four of them. And now it's $24. And you're like... What do I need these for? I don't need them for any reason at all other than they're cute. Why am I buying this? And yet I buy them. And um, I have now not I just can't those. ever go. I can't ever go to Target. Yeah. I can show you the, the ones that I have. OK. Do you want to see? Are you curious? Yeah. I'm like, I, I'm trying to understand what you're talking about. 
Okay, hold on. Okay. Okay. Okay, let me see these oh. things. These are the shopping bags. Oh my god, Joe. It's coffee. <laughs> but it's fake. Like, there's no coffee in there, right? No. Oh my god. Okay, wait, 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 wait. It's mac and cheese. Oh my, well, I, now I know what I'm getting you for your birthday. Okay, these are my favorite. It's a tiny toy! Like, it moves and everything. You could take it out of the packaging, and it moves. That's, oh my, I have never, where did you get those? Like, in the toy section? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. I can't cope. Look, it's a little stimpy. Okay. Ketchup. All right. All right. All right. Bacon. Do you have a dollhouse to put those in? I I'm hoping that my future foster child is going to want them. That's just what I'm hoping okay. is that I'm collecting it so for my future. Just foster so you daughter. know, they're not going to want them because that's how life works out. I know. My listen. At the worst case, my nanny kids are right there with me. They enable my miniature problem. So worst case, I'll give it to them. Okay. Well, anything new with you? And what are you drinking today? I'm sure it's cold um, out there. I have a Cayman Jack. Do you guys have these in Hawaii? No. I mean, we probably do. I just not. I've just never seen they're, them. They're like a, um, what do you call those? Like a like a Smirnoff. What are those kind of drinks called? Sugary things that make you throw up that you have when you're 18 in college. That's, that is what they are. <laughs> I, that's, not the, that's not the word I was looking for, though. They're like a um, spritzer. But- well, it's just one of the a malted beverage. There okay. we go. It's okay. a malted beverage, but it's malted with like an agave based something. So it, it's got I don't know. I feel like so tequila always makes me a little like um extra. Okay. <laughs> and I do notice that a little bit with these. So I do wonder whatever it is that's in the agave, if that's like part of like the deal. But they're like little um malted like margaritas. And they're not gross. They're actually pretty mm. good. Okay. Extremely filled with sugar, and if you had too many, you would throw up. But See, it's fun. okay. So in college, remember how I used to like boot and rally all the time, and I would drink and throw up and then drink again, which is like the dumbest thing because it's literally your body telling you to stop drinking. But I'm actually convinced at this point that it wasn't. I mean, I was drinking too much, but a lot of it was going in because of the damn sugar. Because all I would have is yeah. like Smirnoff, and then what's that other Mike's Hard. Now yeah. I look at them and I'm just like, oh, yeah, I can't, oh, yeah. I can only have one. And then after that, like even thinking about right now, my stomach's like, ugh, not okay. I'm sure it was a combination of all of that. But also like when we were younger and got drunk, we also were like doing, we were very physical at the same time. Like mm-hmm. we were either dancing or going somewhere or walking somewhere. So I feel like it's got to be like, cause you know, if you do a lot of exercise and you're not ready for it, you get sick, like nauseous. Yeah. So like it's got it. I think it was a combination with all of the, Who knows? All the above. Who knows? But, okay. Well, I'm a big girl and I'm drinking wine. So, I have left my sugary drinks behind, even though wine has a lot of sugar in it, but it's fine. Um, (laughs) 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 All right. So, you ready? You've got the adult version now. I have the, uh, yeah. I graduated. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, you ready for our story today? No. Okay. But, yes. Well. You don't have a choice. Um, So this is the story of the disappearance of Crystal Rogers. Have you heard of this before? The name sounds so familiar, but I didn't look at the notes because I wanted to like be surprised about what was happening. So I don't know. If you Google her, you I think you would like it. I recognize. I think you would. I think you would. Oh. I do remember this. Okay. I don't know the I don't know the ins and outs of the case though. So So I of course will put all of our show notes and I got a lot of information from like local news and USA Today. But then Oxygen okay. had like a four part five part series on the disappearance Ooh. of Crystal. What's it called? The disappearance of Crystal Rogers. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And um but there's not. Yes, there's a podcast about this too, and this is that. What I take it back. I might know a lot about this case. Okay, is this the one where they think that the cop's son's friend did it? 
No. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And like in the news, like if you Google, there <gasps> isn't a lot of information out right now. Like there's not because yes. like literally she just vanished. Like there's no I know, trace I of her. I do know this case. Yeah. Yes, so, I do know this case. In the, I'll link to the podcast too. Okay. Um, if y'all are curious. So we'll do the oxygen documentary, all your notes, and then we'll link to the podcast. Okay. Um, I didn't listen to the podcast. I saw that there was a podcast and I probably should have. I just didn't have I mean, it was time. like a two, I think it was a two season show. So yeah. So they I don't probably know have a lot time. of information. Um, and they're probably like serious investigators. I am not. If I, I go <laughs> off of what I can get off of documentaries and Google. So Bardstown, that's right. It's called mm-hmm. Bardstown. Okay. And they probably go into it, too, because the Oxygen series goes into how Crystal's case could possibly be connected to other cases in the town. Yeah. So we're going to go kind of like through the background as well as the town history and a little bit of her family history before we jump into kind of like the investigation and what the series also found and all that stuff. And it's it's a good series. I mean, it's Oxygen, so it's a little showy at times but Mm -hmm. but it's good it's really good okay um all right so here we go let's get into it crystal marie rogers was born in 1980 and she was from bardstown kentucky and she has been missing for five and a half years crystal went missing on july 3rd 2015 and she was a mother of five and was living with her boyfriend brooks huck and her children when she disappeared she was a loving mother. She made friends easily. Everyone loved her, and she would do anything for her kids. And she was 35 years old at the time that she disappeared. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go into a little bit of the town history. So Bardstown, Kentucky, was voted as best small town best small town in 2012. I believe it was 2012. Huh. But they were voted as, like, one of the best small towns in America. And also, though, they have multiple unsolved homicides. Yes. Okay. Great place to live. Definitely where you want to move your family. I know. And, like, I get a lot of places have unsolved homicides. But, like, for this small of a town, it's a little, like, I was going like, to say, concerning. it's weird because the town is so small. So in Like, the, this isn't Detroit. Yeah. In 2010 census, the population was 11,700. So it's definitely a small country town. It's pretty small. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's located in Nelson County. Um, Kentucky in 2016 was at a 45% in solving murders, and the national average is about 60%. Okay. So, and they also in the series go into this, and we get a little bit more into it, is that, like, Kentucky just doesn't have a lot of resources, that they need. Yeah, I was going to say, what's going on in Kentucky? Yeah. <laughs> okay, they're just poor. Okay, got it. <laughs> I know that life. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So, <laughs> Barstown also, at the time, and like, I don't know if it's different in 2021, but at the ta- time, Barstown had like a huge drug problem with opium and all that stuff, as well as a gang problem because <laughs> of where they're located at. Because I'm just having a hard time imagining what these gangs look like. So also in this series, they mentioned that the cartel has gone through Kentucky because where Bardstown is located, they're surrounded by highways. So it's easy to get in Whoa. and out. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. All right. I didn't right. and I didn't want to get too much into it because I wanted us to focus more on Crystal since it's yeah, this is about yeah. her. So, like, I just remember they were like, yeah, the cartel, like, and again, I don't know. The, I think the documentary is, like, in 2018. So things could be different now. But at the yeah, time. Yeah. All right. So we're going to get into the first homicide. Right, Jason Ellis was killed in 2013, and he was a police officer for the Bardstown Police Department. And he was shot while returning home. He was a canine right. yep. officer, and there, like I said, there's a lot of drugs in the community, and he was like one of the only canine officers. So he dealt with a lot of that type of crime. And um, he was just like randomly shot on the side of the road, right? Mm, wasn't he trying to like, wasn't it that like somebody had put some, it, it looked like something was laid across the road. Yeah. He went to try and like move the thing off the road and then got gunned down. Yep. It almost seemed like intentional. It's pretty like 
to me, it seems like it's intentional. Like, yeah. So on May 25th, 2013 at 2 a.m., he called off duty. So he's done working and he was driving home. He got off at his exit, which was exit 34, and he gets out of his car to clear some limbs that had been in the road and it was put there to ambush him. So he gets shot and it remains unsolved to this day. Yeah. Um, in this series, like the limbs were very deliberately put and in the series, like where the gunman could have shot him at, they could oversee like the whole exit and even him coming from the highway. And then also where he was shot, it was in between his protective body armor. Yeah. So that to me signals that it's not just somebody was trying to kill him. Yeah. yeah, It's not. And it was really sad because when the police, like when they came up to his scene and everything, um, the police said that like he still had, the limb that he was trying to clear off the road in his hand. Ugh. Yeah. Yikes. So, and later on, we kind of, and we'll also kind of get into how, like, all these could have been somehow related. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. On April 22nd, 2014, Kathy, an elementary teacher, and her daughter, Samantha, didn't show up to school that day. Kathy's father went to check on the two after he was contacted by the school, and found Kathy and Samantha had been brutally murdered the night before. Samantha mm-hmm. had been stabbed, her throat cut, and Kathy had both knife and bullet wounds. And Samantha, I believe, Ugh. was 15. Uh, they both had been beaten, and the case remains oh unsolved. God. Then Crystal goes missing yeah. in 2015. On November 19th, 2016, Tommy Ballard, which is Crystal's dad, was going hunting on family-owned land with his son, Crystal's brother, and one of Crystal's sons. The place that they were hunting was like a family farm that they went to for the past like 12 years. They knew the land. I think they they like owned the land. And mm-hmm. Casey, Crystal's brother, was sitting in his truck at the back of the farm when he heard the gunshot go off. Crystal's son and Tommy were hunting together. Tommy had been shot and killed. The police, actually in the series, and they do this, the police find an opening on the farm where the trees had recently been cut back. So the family, like, it doesn't, it's not an accident. And Crystal's son did not do it. Like, it was a deliberate, it was deliberately, he was deliberately It was like an assassination. Yeah. Yeah. And the show actually does bring in a ballistic expert, and he finds a spot in the woods where the shooter could have been waiting for Tommy to shoot him because they find a kickback. Mm. And this is Ugh. all, and this is all, like, alleged. Yeah. This is all alleged. These are all theories. These are all like, could this be what happened, and everything. Nothing's been tried in a yeah. court of law yet. Everyone is innocent until proven guilty. Um. So a little bit of family history of the Ballard family, and just kind of wanted to pay respect. Like, I just want to like be like, what is wrong? Like, are y'all cursed? So besides Crystal going missing and Tommy being murdered, the Ballard family had another tragedy. On January 29, 1979, Sherry, Tommy's sister, went missing. She was getting divorced and was seven and a half months pregnant. You come to find out that her ex-husband didn't want to pay the $25 a week child support. So her husband, Eddie Barnes, shot her in the back and left her in the snow. Eddie then had someone... Dollars and seven and a half months pregnant. Eddie had place in hell. Yeah. Eddie then had someone help him and they burnt her remains and buried her. Mm, So like this family cannot catch a break, which is like why I'm like, God, can you just like have them find Crystal so that they can at least have some peace, bury her, have a place to visit her. Yeah. Just like it's, it's crazy. Okay. So. That's intense, man. Yeah. Like, how do you even move on from one murder to have, three, like, three in your family? Like, I don't know. I would have left that town. I've been like, we are getting mm-hmm. to the second one. been like, we are getting the fuck out of here. What the fuck is this shit? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't, but I guess if that's, like, where you're born and raised and your whole family's there, it's probably hard to. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. To peace out. 
All right, so now we're going to go into Crystal's disappearance. So over the 4th of July weekend, one of Crystal's daughters reaches out to Sherry, her mother, asking if she had heard from or seen from Crystal. Sherry starts to text and call Crystal, but she isn't answering. She starts calling around and no one has seen Crystal. So Sherry reports her missing on July 5th when her car was found abandoned with a flat tire at mile mile marker 14 on the Bluegrass Parkway. Her family actually was like the ones that found her car because they went searching. Yeah. Okay. And when they get to the car and everything, Crystal's phone and purse were in the car and her keys were in the ignition. Hmm. So something happened. Yeah. Yeah. And then also her back passenger tire was low, but it wasn't flat. So it, it kind of looks like maybe she pulled over to mm-hmm. fix her tire. Investigate. Yeah. Yeah. And her brother did mention, though, that she would not have pulled over on the side of the highway because it's not safe. She would have yeah. kept driving until she got to someplace safe. And he yeah. actually told a story how, like, one time she did have a flat tire on the, hi- on the highway. And she literally let it go to the rim until she pulled pull over. Off. Yeah, she pulled over until got like until she got to someplace safe, and the rim, mm. like she was riding the rim. So, so we like, know that she wouldn't have. Yeah. just pulled off. Also, her brother brother doesn't think that um, she was driving her car to the spot because of the way that her car, like her driver's seat was positioned. Like it wasn't how she had her driver's, like how she always had her driver's seat. Cause you know okay. how like some people like to have the seat lower or further back. Yeah. Listen, yeah. what do you know what I immediately thought? Huh? I wonder if she has back problems. And so she has a very specific way she has to have her seat positioned because I have back problems. And if my seat is off by like a click, one click, I will have back pain driving in my car. So like no. that's what I was like, I wonder if she had back pain. So they were like, no, nope. she would not have driven this car this way. Yeah, they were like, no, 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 this is not right. Like every time. So we're right now, we only have one car. And when the husband's home, he'll drive it, the car more than I do, oh. the truck. But every time I'm in it and then he gets in, he's always like, Jesus Christ. Because I drive up pretty close to the steering wheel. Yeah. Like I, I'm really close. <laughs> But I'm also like only 5'3 on a good day. Like I don't have long legs. So I kind of. So if you if, if my car is ever found and the, the seat is pushed all the way back, my ass did not drive that car. No. Yeah. That was not Chelsea. <laughs> um, so after that, over the next few days, volunteers and the family start combing and looking all over the area from where from where the car was found. Tommy Ballard, her father, was pretty much like the driving force in looking for Crystal and kind of like started his own investigation. So he Mm -hmm. was like, he's like, you are not going to take my daughter. Like, like Liam Nelson status. Yeah. You mean Liam Neeson? (laughs) Liam Neeson. Yeah, whatever his name is. (laughs) (laughs) I only know because I had a crush on him when he was Qui-Gon Jinn. When he was what? Qui-Gon Jinn. From Star Wars? Oh. Mm, yeah. Don't know. Don't worry about okay. it. It was a weird crush then, too. So we're just going to ignore that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> so Tommy had actually gone around and collected videotapes and talked to people. And there's uh, surveillance footage of Crystal at a Walmart at 4.36 p.m. on the 3rd. And an eyewitness saw Crystal bring bags into her house around 5 p.m. Okay. The last person that saw and spoke to Crystal was her boyfriend, Brooks Huck. So So he did it. (laughs) Isn't that what they say? The last person who sees them alive is usually Uh, the guilty person? Yeah, usually, like, the last person is, like, number one suspect. Yeah. And and even though they were dating, it's always the husband. It's always the husband. Let's be real. Um, Look at him first. So Crystal met Brooks after she separated from her husband. She rented a house from Brooks because Brooks like owns property. And the Huck family is very, very well known in the community and respected. Brooks, because why? I don't know. They didn't go into that. They just said oh, that I thought that he was 
I thought that he was connected to the cops somehow. He is, Joe. Stop spoiling the story. Oh, oh sorry. sorry. Jesus. <laughs> I'll let it out. I'll I'm just it saying. Out. No, you can keep it. I'm just saying the family at the time was very yeah. respected in the community. I'm, yeah, like know. they weren't like. You got to remember, we're corner. in 2015. We're almost like six years ago. 2015. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. at the time. Um, Brooks actually in 2014 ran for sheriff of Nelson County and Crystal is actually standing next to him with their son in the campaign video. So he has power, Mm -hmm. you know, he has pool. Mm -hmm. So Crystal's family welcomed him and thought he was a good guy, but they did mention that he didn't treat Crystal's other children like his own. Her mother says that Brooks would buy groceries for the baby that Crystal and him shared. But the other kids were Crystal's responsibility. Oh. Yeah, which I don't like. If you're going to marry somebody that has kids, like, like they're your your children, too, at that point. Yeah, that's part of dating someone with children. Yep. You don't. Anyways, that's a whole different podcast. Um, Mm -hmm, Brooks. mm -hmm. So Brooks also, he never helped with any of the searches for Crystal. And he wasn't the one that filed the missing persons report. Her mother had to file it. I forgot about that. Also, yeah, he didn't help once. No. And he said he did behind the scenes, but like, mm, no. No one can testify to that. No. So friends of Crystal also said that once she started to date Brooks, she kind of like stopped talking to people as much and was kind of distant. Mm, and it wasn't, okay. you know how like you can tell when people, there's certain people I'm friends with whenever they get into a relationship. I'm like, okay, I probably won't talk to you for the next six months because they just become obsessed with the person they're dating? Uh, I know the this, type, yeah. This was, yeah. it sounded like it came off more like he was controlling it that way. Mm, okay. Okay. And we've probably, most of us have probably seen one or two of those also. Yeah. So. You know when it's happening. You see your friend and you're like, what are you doing, girl? Yeah. <laughs> or boy. <laughs> Get away. Um, mm-hmm. So Brooke almost immediately becomes a person of interest. He takes a lie detector test and it comes back as inconclusive. Mm. which like I don't I think lie detector tests just like aren't even a thing it's to me they I know, they, I know. Yeah. he Who then knows? goes on Nancy Grace and he says that the last time he saw her she was playing games on her phone and went to and he went to bed and he did not report her missing because he wasn't alarmed due to the fact that they kind of like had a stressful relationship at times and when it got too much Crystal would go to her cousin's house so in the Oxygen series, Brooke says on Nancy Grace that Crystal went to her cousin's house four to six times. Well, they actually end up speaking to her cousin, Sabrina. And Sabrina is mm-hmm. like, yeah, she came over like twice when they were fighting, but she never stayed the night. And the longest she ever stayed at Sabrina's house was like two hours. Because, Lie number one. Yeah, because like Crystal would never just leave her kids ever. And like she that was, was one the thing main... that they said in. In the podcast, too, is that, like, that like if nothing else, she would have never left her kids behind. She would have taken long. her kids. And, like, yeah. also, she was the one that always was with the baby. Always. Like, yeah. Brooks was never yeah. with the baby. It was only her. That's what I – yeah, I remember them really emphasizing that in Bardstown, too, is that yeah. she just – she was just that kind of a mom. Like, she just would have taken her kids, and they would have been like, well, we're going. Yeah, Wouldn't that's it. She would have she never – She would have never left. Oh. So on July 8th, 2015, Brooks volunteers to do an interview with with Detective Snow, who was like one of the main detectives, and I believe he's still working on the case, and he gave a written statement. So this is Brooks' statement. This is what he says. At around 7 p.m. the night she went missing, they go with the baby to Brooks' family farm. They went to feed the cows, and they start a fire to like burn trash and whatnot, because you know, like... Mm-hmm. People do that at farms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They get home around midnight and Brooks goes to sleep. And when he wakes up, Crystal is not home. In the interview, he says that when they would argue, she would leave for like a day or a day and a half and would go to either Sabrina's house, her parents' house, or out with Brooke, who's her, I believe, her sister. So Saturday, Brooks and the baby go back to the farm to go to a family gathering. He gets back home on Saturday and goes to bed. In the interview, the detective mentions that, like, one thing that isn't sitting right with him is the condition of the car. 
her person's mm. cell phone being there. Like, if it, like, it just doesn't make sense. I know. Someone snatched her out. She wouldn't have gone anywhere without those things. Yeah. And, like, even if she did pull over and got of like, was checking her tire, the chances of some random-ass person pulling, being, like, a serial killer or kidnapper just, like, on the highway is like, oh, perfect, and just pulled up yeah. behind her and snatched her, it's so rare and, like... I know. In addition yeah. to, like, even if I was changing a tire, like, I would still have my phone in my pocket. Especially You know at what night. I mean? Yeah, I would still... It was at night? Hell yeah, I would have had my phone right there because I need the flashlight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. none of that adds up. None of it adds up. None of it adds up. Yeah, lie number two. So, also, they had bloodhounds at the scene when they found the car, and the dogs did not pick up her scent. It was like she wasn't at all. At all. Like she wasn't even in the car. And oh, they so couldn't pick the up car. her scent even around the area of where her car was. Oh, okay. So someone dumped it. So Brooks dumped it. No. Again, everything is alleged. This is opinions only and isn't until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Things aren't adding up. Mm-hmm. So during his interview with Detective Snow, Brooks actually gets a phone call from his brother, Nick. Nick is pretty much telling Brooks he needs to leave the interview. They're going to pen him for this and everything. Well, guess what? Nick is a Bardstown police officer. There it is. Mm-hmm. Ding, ding, ding. Now the detectives are like, huh, why is Nick calling Brooks in the middle of our interview? Period. Period. He, one, he should not be doing that because he's a police officer. Yep. Two, it's like, why are you that concerned? Uh-huh. If yep. he's innocent. Yep. Here we go. So Detective Snow actually calls Nick to see if he will talk to them, but Nick refuses. And Nick's boss is like, yeah, fuck that. You are going to do this interview. Like, you're <laughs> a police officer. And Fucking I'll order sir. you to? Yeah. Damn. Hell yeah. His boss was like, we are not playing that game. You will okay. interview and you will cooperate. Okay. Like, yeah. So they end up interviewing Nick with an, uh, Detective Snow and another officer from Kentucky State Police, KSP. And on July 8th, after Brooks' interview, okay, so then as they're interviewing Nick, this is kind of what, like, Nick says. Okay. That after the interview that Brooks had, him and Nick drive down to the farm. Okay, Nick so she's wondering at the farm. That's what I'm hearing. Nick is saying he can't remember anything. <laughs> like, he's like, I don't know. I don't know what I did. And this is like a week later. <laughs> so he, he's just like, he's like, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know. So there is actually video footage of the two driving and leaving the farm. The detectives tell Nick what, what they think happened. They think that Brooks and Crystal got into an argument and Brooks did something he shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. went too far and killed mm-hmm. Crystal. He reached out to Nick for help. Since he's his brother, he can trust him and he's a police officer. Mm-hmm. So, like, he kind of knows how to work the system. Mm-hmm. They believe that Nick isn't proud of what he did, so he's blocking out of his memory. Hmm. So they're kind of also trying to be like, Nick, you're not, you know. But they're giving him an officer. out. Yeah. Is they're that giving like a thing? him an out, but he's a police officer. So he like, kind of also knows, like, you're not giving me an out. You're trying to catch me. Yeah. If they did it. And Nick continues to deny that him and his brother did anything to Crystal. Okay. I mean, at this point, like, there's no leads. Yeah. No well, they are, there him? are, but there's not much they can do about it. Yeah, there are, but there's not much they can do about it. Exactly. Like, they have their red flag is up, but, like, there's no physical evidence and not enough, like, I bet you could even get a search warrant with, like, a ton of circumstantial evidence, but there's just, like, mm-hmm. nothing. Like, I don't know and if that's true, but I feel like that could, you, I, like, there's just, it, like, it's just, like, cold. Are you going to talk about the town's reaction? We can, yeah. Okay. Well, I was just going to say that, like, this whole time when they're, like, dodging interviews and being sketchy, aren't there people in the town who are constantly posting posters mm-hmm. and pictures being, like, you're a murderer, we know you killed Crystal, so, get out? yeah, if you watch this series, you actually see, like, we'll, we'll get into the signs, too, okay. down okay. the road, okay. but you'll actually see signs that are, like, um, 
find Crystal and like quotes from Brooks. Yeah. And it's like five things a murderer a murderer would say. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So the town, I feel like the town, they, it, I mean, I'm not there. And it, obviously in shows and in podcasts, sometimes it goes towards the narrative they want it to go. Mm-hmm. But it did come off that like a lot of people like believe that Brooks and Nick are not innocent. They're that involved. Yeah. They, yeah. they are involved somehow and they know more than what they're letting on. Yeah. Yeah. So after and the they police... and they stay like they don't leave. Like if yeah. I was an innocent person and this is what was being done to me, I have to feel like I would leave because I think I would feel bad and like just be like, I'm like, I'm just going to I wouldn't want to deal with the harassment. And it, there's like and the looks a weird like flex almost that's happening by them being like, mm-hmm. no, we're going to stay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. So the police actually end up giving uh, Crystal's car back to her mother after okay. they search it. So Sherry mentions that police told her that they are dealing with like some dangerous people. Okay. And that the police tells the family that they are done with searching Crystal's car. So they give it back to Sherry. And everything that the family has given to the police the police like kind of come back and they they're like there's nothing to it or not enough DNA or it's ruined by the elements. Mm. So the family's like frustrated because it seems like every time they try to like give them stuff, yeah, there's like a reason why they're not taking it. Mm. But the family keeps the car in the exact same condition as it was them. found on the highway Good in a for storage them. unit. Good for them. Smart. And yep. So the car pretty much has everything that was in there the day they found it. The family does say that the police only got one fingerprint on the back of the car. Now in the series, they actually like get their own forensic team. Okay. And the forensic team is like, there's so much evidence in this car that you could pull, like receipts, mm. you know, da 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 da. There it is. And we'll get a little bit more into it, but we come mm. to find out. Like I had mentioned that the state of Kentucky, due to limited research, the police can only send it 10 pieces of evidence to the KSP crime lab. 10 pieces. <laughs> because they don't have the resources. Oh. And also, she was not considered a homicide at the time, but a missing persons case. So that changed things. So they probably weren't looking at the car that this could, this car is an evidence of a homicide. They're looking at it like maybe she, like people do just get up and leave their lives. I guess. Like it does, it, it does happen. It's rare, but it does happen. Yeah. And even though like the more you look into the case, you realize that's not what happened. It's just like, they have to keep that option open. Yeah, I guess. And she's a gr- she's an adult, so if she did just but up also, and leave, like, you can't go after her. You know, she has that right. So like, well, and I, I know think at the time they weren't looking at it like we're not going to probably go into it too far. But I know on Bardstown they do talk about a lot of police corruption. Mm-hmm. So um, there's yeah skepticism that some of that has to do with why certain things weren't done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and I go over the theory of kind of like what I think as well as what the series talked about. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's definitely like, I mean, we know there's police corruption, so it definitely yes. could have been at play here and who and knows. It, and you don't know, like it could only be maybe a couple officers mm-hmm. that were corrupt and most are good. You know, it's just like one of those things that, Maybe they somebody in the Time police force tell. knew more. Yeah. Either way, something wasn't done that probably should have been yeah. done. Like that, they could have taken a couple more pieces of evidence. Yeah. Instead of yeah. just a fingerprint. But at yeah. the same, yeah. Okay. But at the same time, if you can only submit ten, and they did submit other evidence, you probably do want to just submit stuff that you're like, okay, this is like a good piece of evidence instead of submitting something that's like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. If you have a limit. Yeah. So, like I said, the series hires their own forensic team, and they also hire a cadaver dog, Gina. And Gina has searched for Crystal in the past because the town has, uh, like, 
volunteer is called Team Crystal. Mm-hmm. And like people will go out in searches and work with her mom and cadaver. Like, so this cadaver dog is part of that team. Okay. And when they let Gina off her lead to search the car, she shows, shows interest in the trunk. Ugh, and Gina gives does. them her signs that the scent of human remains are in the trunk. Ugh. So the forensic team does their investigation and they spray the car with Blue Star to see if yeah. any human blood is found. They do find a spot in the car that has a potential spot of human blood, and it's a pretty big spot. So they send out the evidence, and after further testing, it comes back negative for human blood. Damn. They did, however, get a little bit of DNA, but they couldn't get a profile. Uh, which they might have if they had done it when it was fresh. And, like, also, like, I don't know if elements can destroy, like, if you do a lot of testing... Yeah. Like, could the elements break down? Yeah, I don't know either. You know, so that Maybe. you wouldn't be able to tell if it was true, like actual blood. You know, I don't know, like, the science behind yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Someone who does, tell us. <laughs> so July, July 10th, 2015, police and KSP searched the family farm. And a few days later, after searching the farm, Nick takes a polygraph test and he fails. Mm. He still denies, though, that he is not involved in her disappearance. Okay. So well, July twelfth, yeah, July twelfth, two thousand fifteen, a search of Melody Lake and cadaver dogs hit on the lake, and the lake is near the Hawks Farm, mm. but the police only searched through one section of the lake. Why? So. Is this another resources issue? Yeah, I mean, in this series, they actually searched that same lake, and they have divers that go down and check the area and they said that like the lake is so muddy like it's up to your elbows and they said that it would take months to search that lake be a good place to put a body yeah yeah and then on october 16th 2015 the sheriff has a press conference and they are presuming crystal is dead Okay. They also named Brooks as a suspect, and he's the only person that's ever been um, named a suspect. Okay. And Nick had been fired from the police department, and they do believe that he knows more information in regards to her case. Hold on. We need to take a pause. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Are you telling me that at this police department, there was a police officer who potentially might have been involved in some nefarious things and they fired him as a result of being unable to perform his job? <laughs> we, I just feel like that needs to be recognized. That happens so infrequently. Like, what is it? Usually oh, administrative leave? Be, yeah, no, he they got fired. They fired a bad cop? Listen. Uh-huh. Round of applause. God. But at the same time, like, Sherry brought up a good point. She's like, he interfered with the investigation. By that doesn't Brooks. seem why to is... matter all the time. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, why was he not charged with an inter- like with a crime? You That's know what? That's got to be a crime. And we can, we can totally take them to task on that. And I'm fine with taking them to task on that. And, you know, you don't have to be 100% good to do a good thing. I just really think that it's important to acknowledge that there are police officers who get fired for doing bad things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do wonder, and I am skeptical, though, that is the reason that they're putting all the pressure on Brooks and no pressure on Nick in hopes that they can get Nick to flip on him for a lesser charge. I don't know. Could be. I don't. I think Nick knows what happened. And I, I think he my does, My personal too. opinion is that he knows what happened. And he helped, helped in some helped. way. Yeah. But I do not think he's the one that actually killed Crystal. That's what I agree. And I, I wonder if that's why they're not pressing charges. Is, And we'll see how this all plays out. Um, can I? I mean, this it's is it a spoiler if I say we know that she had you said that at the beginning she's been missing since yeah, yeah her body's never been found and I know that people are still interested in this case so part of me wonders if they might be holding back on that to try and see if they can get him and they'll be like listen all you'll get is like you'll get something really minor you didn't do it yeah. you were trying to help your brother and then don't worry it could about also it. be like maybe then they could also put like 
charge him at that point too. Yeah, like let's yeah. say they do find out like he let's just say he did help somehow and he knew more. Yeah. They yeah. now can and he only gets like 10 years, let's just say. But now they can actually pursue the interference. Right. Yeah. And that could tack on. So and if you do so it maybe, now, right. So maybe at the time it's only like a 2-year sentence. I don't know how long Giving like, them the benefit know. of the doubt. But Obviously, then, they like, could be yeah. garbage cops and just trying to help each other, uh, just get not get put in jail, whatever. But he, but gets, he gets arrested, so he's no longer I was going to say, squad. yeah, I was going to say, giving them, A, the fact that they fired him, B, the fact that they insisted that he have the interview makes me feel like this particular police department might actually not be total garbage. Yeah, there's probably garbage people, but not... It sounds like there's less garbage, and we could be wrong. Like we don't, we don't live in that. We don't town. know. We, we don't know. That's that right. Town, yeah, so we, we don't, don't know. know. This is going on. Who knows? Of what we've the read. cartel could be running it all. Who knows? <laughs> I know. When they said that, I was like, Jesus. The Christ. cartel. Yeah. Like what? Oh my God. But it makes sense of where they're located, and I was like, Jeez, Louise. Who knows? Oh. We could. Yeah. We don't know. But but it, from everybody the surface, get a ring. Yeah. <laughs> from the <laughs> surface, it appears as though they might be a good police department <laughs> yeah so so tommy her dad mm-hmm. they end up finding out that he has like a box of information from his own investigation yeah because i remember and again i listened to this podcast so long ago but i do remember he had tons of tapes tapes notes everything okay okay so they find a list of witnesses from the night that crystal went missing and they do end up talking to someone who saw her car on the side of the road the night she went missing. And the next day, the car was in the exact same spot where her family found her car. Okay. So Brooke said that he got home around midnight, but the eyewitness said that she saw her car on the side of the road way before midnight. Ah. They also saw a white car pulled off on the side of the road about a mile or so up from Crystal's car. But that was gone the next morning when he drove by. So whoever was driving the van just walked up to the car. (laughs) Do you love just my wild speculations here? Yeah. I'm like, sure, Joe. Um, So Tommy had also. But there we go. I mean, lie number three. Yeah. Many surveillance videos from around town. And in the beginning of Crystal Missing, someone had reported seeing a white Buick pulled, like, behind Brooks's family farm. And it was odd that it was there since it was, like, 1230 at night. Okay. So they end up Uh, finding out that this white Buick belonged to Brooks's grandmother. Oh, God. By the time the detectives get a search warrant, the grandmother had sold the Buick. Sure she did. Sure she did. Mm Mm-hmm. The police did search the grandmother's property, but they never found any evidence to press charges. Oh, and um, I do believe that they actually got the Buick, like the police did. They oh, found okay. out. Okay, they were able. They to found out it. like who it was I mean, sold to, but like I mean, at, at that, that point, point, it's been yeah. cleaned. Like, what yeah, are you gonna get off of it. So also in the box in February 2016, an inmate from Oldham County Jail wrote a letter to the family and said that he overheard another inmate say that Crystal isn't in Bardstown anymore, but in White Mills, Kentucky. Hmm. The inmate let the police know, but like no one ever came and spoke to him. And the inmate in the letter also gave details to other murders that police haven't released information on or he knew before the details were released. Those are so hard. I mean, it is hard. So, because um, like so jailhouse informants are like notoriously unreliable, but also sometimes really do have do good information. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the Ballards did try to meet with him, but they never were able to because the time that they were supposed to meet him, the inmate was just up to move to a different jail. Something sketchy about that. Yeah, and it happened to them in the series too. He just again twice when they're supposed to something is sketchy about that. So they actually like talked to the inmate over the phone in the series, and he claims that Crystal was murdered, and then her body was cut up and burned in a building to cover the evidence in White Mills. He also claimed that Officer Officer Ellis was a hit for hire job. The Netherland (sighs) family murders, which when they 
they do go like I don't want to get I think everyone should watch the series but they do go to the family like officer Ellis's family Mm -hmm. and the family they're like it's never come out but like they do not believe that this that was a one-person job it couldn't have been yeah yeah they believe that it was a group and people were a very organized attack Mm -hmm. yeah so the netherland family murders were part of a gang initiation and they were tied to chairs and tortured and those were the two the 15 year old and the and the um, mother okay and in the series too when they went to speak to the sister like the other netherland family Mm -hmm. member Mm -hmm. it's the other daughter that wasn't there during the attack Mm -hmm. um when they mentioned something about the chairs you could tell like it hit her and she said that like that's something that she doesn't really want to talk about because like chairs i guess were involved in the investigation and the police did ask her about it my god so like and she didn't want to talk about it oh my god so it kind of does make you believe, like, okay, so is he telling the truth? So where was there a fire in whatever this mill town is in Kentucky? <laughs> so the structure, before it was burned down, it was a large garage and had other buildings attached to it. Okay. So you could easily pull your vehicle in, take her Park out, it. and do your thing. So in June of 2016 and 2017, there were multiple fires at the property. And they go there, what? and it's completely burned to the ground. There's what? nothing but Why? ash. What? Why were there so many fires here? I don't know. That seems sketch as hell, Charles. <laughs> yep. And well, they actually, like, the inmate, like, is giving them directions over the phone as they're driving, and he is, like, dead He's on. right? Yeah. Yeah. What in the fuck? He's like, Somebody, they're like, like, okay, we're passing this bridge. And he's like, okay, so at the top, you're going to see this house with this, like, mailbox. And then it's, like, half a mile down the road, and you're going to see this sign. And they were like, shit. Like, he's giving us exact mile markers. Okay. Okay. So, so wait, when he – so let's – can I pause for just a second? So he mm-hmm. potentially would have found this information out from who? Just from word of so, mouth in prison? He said that he is has always been on the streets. Okay. And people trust him. Okay. He's one of those. Okay. And it sounds like he might have been involved in a gang. I gotcha. Okay. Okay. And um and it and he said like his cousin told him about Crystal and his cousin ends up getting murdered. But, like, they don't go into, like, what happened to his cousin or, like, anything what like that. What so, like, God's name? Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be the cartel at this point. Like, what the know, fuck? Right? So we jump to the summer of 2017, and signs for Crystal are going missing and being thrown away and torn up. Huh. Huh. They come to find out. Get it's this. Brooks. <laughs> Crystal Dawn Malpin, M A U P I N. Okay. Malpin? Yeah, sounds Crystal Malpin, whatever, was arrested for stealing the signs. Crystal was the girlfriend of Brooks. So, uh, Crystal one goes missing and now he's named another girl named Crystal? There is so much gross. Mhm. So much gross. Ah. Uh. Like, he he did it. He did it. That's all I can say. Yeah. <laughs> so the main theory in the series, and again, I didn't, like, I should have listened, listened to the podcast and everything like that. But it to me, it kind of makes sense that there is such a large drug problem in Bardstown due to its location with the different highways. So Officer Ellis was a canine unit officer and worked with busing drugs. He was shot, and Nick Houck worked with Alice and was off that day. There it is. Crystal starts to date Brooks, and Nick and Brooks are brothers, so maybe she knew something she shouldn't have. Yep. And they killed her, and then her dad was getting too close to finding out the truth. So they killed him. Mm-hmm. And Officer Ellis might have guy... stumbled into something that he wasn't aware of. Yep. And then that guy in jail knew too much, and then his cousin was killed. 
I don't know about I don't know about his cousin. I'm not going into that. I don't know anything about his damn cousin. All wow. I know is that like so where are they now? In August of 2020, the FBI took over the case. Okay. They are keeping everything pretty tight to the chest. This was this after Bardstown, right? Wasn't this because Bardstown so. came out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they did issue search warrants to Brooke Houck, Nick Houck, and the family farm. Okay. There is a $25,000 reward for information that leads to Crystal. You can contact the FBI at 1-800-CALL-FBI, or you can submit a tip at crystalrogerstaskforce.com. They did find a body near the location of where Crystal went missing, but it turned out it wasn't her. I was say, I think I heard about this. Another yeah. body in frickin' Bardstown. I couldn't find much on Nick, like what he's doing now, but I believe he's still in the area. And Brooks is a landlord and owns multiple rental properties still in the Bardstown area. Yeah, but people don't like him there. Don't worry. And that's the case. But Gross. Yeah, what's your theory? Um, I have... So I have memories... This is my theory. My theory is that Nick was dirty. Um, he had connections with the cartel because there were a lot of drugs, if I remember correctly. Yeah, there was. Yeah. I think Ellis walked into something he didn't even know he was walking into. I think he just was trying to go home and those people are pieces of shit. And I think that that's I don't think that those mur- that murder is related to the other murders. I 100 percent think that Brooks killed her. Mm-hmm. Um, could it be because she found something out that she didn't need to know? Also, could it be that they just got in a fight? Who knows? I think he called Nick. I think Nick told him what to do to get rid of the body. And then I think you're absolutely right. Tommy was getting too close. They killed Tommy. And um, I don't know about the. I mean, I, I assume that the family murders were somehow connected to the corruption problem that seems to Mm -hmm. exist in this police force. So they were very vocal about gangs and being very anti-gang and like very like at school and public. They were like, oh, you're a gang member. You're an idiot. Like da, 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 da. Like, so it could have, and it was, you said it was a gang initiation. Yeah. I could see that happening. I mean, that's what the informant said. So like, again, Everyone is innocent until proven guilty. These are just our opinions and what we're going off of based on what we found. This is I don't not think... what is being actually... Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know if it that was connected directly to Crystal's murder, but I do think that there obviously is a dirty side of this police force, and I don't want to sit here and, I mean... I'm very outspoken against um, police brutality and stuff like that because I've been a victim of police brutality. Um, and so just so we're clear, I'm much I'm much louder about that than Chelsea is. I think that there is probably some intrinsic corruption. If there are cartel influences in that area, I think an element of that can't be necessarily helped unless you have like a hella strong police force that's like no fuck crime. But I also think that Nick very specifically was helping his brother get away with this murder. Yeah. And and yeah. I think that's why he got caught is because he I wasn't think, supposed to yeah. be doing that. I don't know about the other murders, but I do think that the Hawk, the brothers, Brooks and Nick, I think Brooks somehow something went wrong and he killed Crystal. Mm-hmm. The reason why, who knows? Um, and that he asked Nick for help and, and that they went to the Nick family farm. Him. And I don't necessarily think that they weren't. I mean, it could have been them who killed the father, but I think they were the reason that he was killed. Yeah, they could have hired somebody. Yeah, absolutely. Who knows? Who absolutely. knows? Um, but that's just yeah, it's it's interesting. It is. And it's I do want to say case. when you like when you said like I I'm not as outspoken. I am against police brutality. Yeah, she is. She's just not loud about I, it. I'm loud about it. I got a loud mouth about I it. She just, doesn't have a loud yeah. mouth about that. That's all. That's all. I, I am against it. I don't think, you know, they're there to protect and yeah. serve. And Chelsea will call a cop out. No problem. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah. So that's the case of Crystal Rogers. And if anyone has any information, please, please, please help this family. Please. And, Dear God, you please. You know, contact the FBI and shit. If you, it's 25 grand, man. 
can't uh-huh. hurt. If you know something, you might get it. Who knows? Yeah. Could be the tip that cracks yeah. the case. Could be. Shoot. You know what you can do with 25 grand? Yeah, I do. A lot of things. I do. <laughs> A lot of things. So, um, so anyway, so what's your weekly win? My weekly win is that um, Hubs and I signed a contract. I mean, it's not closed. We still got to do all the things, inspections, appraisals, all that good stuff. But um, we signed a contract to buy a house. That's so exciting. It's I a know. cute house. I saw photos. I love it. I'm so excited. I hope everything goes through. It's been a, we've been, listen, the contract was signed yesterday and between yesterday and today, I'm already like, I've, I've got like 19 more gray hairs. Like this is already a super stressful process and I know it's not going to get better before it ends, but in four weeks it'll be done. I heard buying a house is like one of the most stressful things you can do. Yeah, I did too. And I just didn't think that was true. And now it's happening and I realized they were right. Yeah. (laughs) Good luck, girl. You got this, though. What about you? What's your weekly win? Um, you got I'm power? Go that we got power. <laughs> I was, like, such a bad mom. I was, like, literally, like, I was like, okay, we have no hot water at the moment, and he, he needed a bath. And I was like, well, you're getting baby wiped down. Yep. And then I go downstairs <laughs> to get him breakfast, and I realize that everything I have for him has to be cooked. <laughs> no. <laughs> So then I still give him toddler formula just so that I can make sure he gets like his nutrients because mm-hmm. he's not the best eater. And um, so I gave him a bottle. He went to Target and he's walking around Target just eating snacks. Hey, you know essentially. what? You got to get um, it but in I got however this, you can. I know. I got this spinach <laughs> and kale like baby puff cereal and he likes that. So I was very happy. Hey, veggies. So. Yep. I mean, I don't care how he gets the veggies. They're in he there. Just to get, I just want the vitamins yeah. that the veggies have. Um, so, and then also, like, me and my two friends, we were texting this morning. And I was like, so, essentially what we're saying is if the end of the world happens, we need to be in the blast zone because we would not survive. <laughs> Chelsea's going to be the only person running towards... Yeah, one hundred percent. Just like, take me out quick. <laughs> I got my baby with me. Like I just want to close my eyes and we're in heaven. Like I am not trying. <laughs> I am not trying to fight people. No, girl. I am not I trying know. to figure Deal out all that shit. if this water is gonna kill me or not. No, we we I'm wouldn't out. make I'm, it. I'm done. Yeah. No, I would die in we a heartbeat. Make it. And you all know how allergies. I know this? If anyone's still listening. I survived the nuclear missile attack of Hawaii of 2000 and I believe it was 2017. Yeah, I remember that. And when we got that message. Like, what the fuck, Chelsea? What yeah. is happening? Yeah, it was, it was super fun. And when we got that message, I literally didn't hear it go off because my phone was on silent. So fucking dead right there. <laughs> Second off, my husband comes rushing and he's like, I was about to get in the shower and he's like, get dressed. We got to go. And I was like, fuck, I'm so hungover. And then I saw my phone and I was like, ah, shit. And I grabbed a bottle of water, like a 16 ounce (laughs) bottle of water and said, okay, I'm ready. (laughs) Like that's supposed to sustain me for two fucking weeks. Yeah. I was an idiot. So, and I was hungover. So, you know, that water would have only lasted two seconds. (sighs) Oh, God. Thank God that was an error. <laughs> yeah, thank God. It was not a fun, like, 10 Do minutes. you have? I didn't, I mean, I guess it's not really that, like, in Florida, I always had a go bag that had, like, like, in case there was extreme flooding or, like, a hurricane, because, like, that was always a chance in Florida. So, like, I always had a go bag that had, like, I don't know, a Ziploc bag full of dog food, a Ziploc bag full of cat food, like bottled water, canned food, a knife, a flashlight, batteries, like just and like simple stuff like that. Do you, I guess it's not because you're not really people don't fire Listen. torpedoes at Hawaii. <laughs> well, I mean, North Korea has tried. That's um, true. Listen, get the fuck off that island, OK? Also, we should, because if we get hit by a hurricane, like, we're fucked. I don't. Thankfully, I'm getting off island soon. Watch, like, tomorrow. We're going to have a fucking hurricane. You better fucking not. Jesus Um, Christ. But I I really need to, because I I don't have any of that stuff. And also, though, 
I'm on a fucking island. Where are you going to go? Hurricane. Where the fuck am I going to go? Where are you going to go? <laughs> to the liquor store okay. and I'm going to get don't, Yeah, steak. I was going to say, don't invest in um, the go bag. Invest in a ladder and roof snacks. Yeah, <laughs> I need soup. Now that I have baby B, I got to get, um, I got to be more prepared for that shit. Because Some soups. <laughs> Some beans. <laughs> yeah, he loves black beans. So just Ooh, grab a shit ton of black Just like beans. his mama. Yeah. But yeah, anyways. Well, thank you all for listening. And we will talk to you guys next week. Yeah. And before you guys go, I got to do oh, all yeah. our plugs. Um, like us, follow us, subscribe. Please share us with a friend. Um, we're just really trying to get a sponsor because we would like to make a little money off this podcast. That would be ideal. Um, if you want, if you have any comments or you want to talk about anything on the case, I mean, we are here to talk. We love talking about this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So find us on our Facebook, um, Instagram or our uh, Facebook discussion group. That is a thousand true crimes podcast discussion group. And then you can also find us on instagram a thousand true crimes pod um you could also tell us if we said something wrong if we messed up we got posts on there we got shit going on so um come and check us out yep all All right. right we'll talk to you guys next week bye bye